Hello everyone. Welcome back to the QA podcast series season 2 conducted by TN Tech Innovative of 99X. I'm your usual host Chamal Asela Pereira. Today's episode will be the second episode of this podcast series. In the first episode, we discussed about the QA perspective on unit testing and today we are going to talk about the seven testing principles of software testing. I have two QA experts joining with me today. Welcome Achini Ratnayak and Bishma Nishadi. Can you both give us introduction about yourself? Let's start with Achini. Okay, hi Jamal. So I am Achini Ratnayak and currently working as a quality assurance engineer at 99X. And I started my career as an intern in 99X back in 2019 and currently I am performing both the manual and automation testing in my project. Thank you Jamal. Thanks Ajani now let's hear from Bishma Hi Jamal I'm Bishma Nishadi and I'm currently working as a quality assurance engineer in 99x I've been in 99x since 2019 and it's almost 3 years for next over so my test main testing part is manual testing and apart from that these days I'm working on both performance and automation so that is all about myself and thank you Jamal Thank you Achini and Bishma for that lovely introduction. Now let's go to the very first question. As I mentioned, we're talking about the seven testing principle. Let's get it clarified first. Achini, what is seven testing principle? Okay, Chama. So there are seven fundamental testing principles which is helping the testing teams to utilize their time and effort and make the testing process an effective one. those are uh, testing shows presence of defects and then exhaustive testing is not possible then early testing saves money and time and defect clustering and pesticide paradox and testing is context dependent and the last one absence of errors policy those are the seven testing principles chama right thanks achini now when it comes to software testing it's important that uh, we achieve the optimum test results or maximum test results without deviating from our uh, original goal uh, but how do you decide that we are following the right testing strategy what is your take on that maybe bishma can start yes chamar for your question the best option is to follow the basic testing principles and the best web development practices so by applying these principles to your workflow it will help you become more efficient and focused and also it will even help to improve the quality of the overall testing strategy sometimes like by applying one principle you will find others naturally fall into place for example there's one principle which states that early testing saves money and time from this we can mitigate another principle which states that absence of errors is a policy because if testers are involved at the requirement level stage onwards you can help ensure the software will match the client's requirements or expectation so when you combine all of these factors you can truly maximize the efficiency by effectively utilizing your time and resources Right my next question goes to Achini uh, now Achini even after following all these test strategies uh, as a QA engineer uh, there's no guarantee that we can assure to our customers that the system is bug free why can't we guarantee that 
Okay, I will answer for this question using testing principles. So the first principle is test, testing shows the presence of defects but not their absence. Which means we can ensure that there are bugs presented in the software but that doesn't mean there couldn't be any other defects. So if we take an example in our projects before production releases, we are doing testing in testing and staging environments. So we do report all the defects which we found in this period. But still, there are times we get these production bugs after the releases. Why? Maybe there could be edge cases and even hardware software related issues which are not possible to find when we are doing testing. So the summary is, we can say, okay, these specific bugs are presented in the software, but that doesn't mean it's totally free from bugs. Uh, Vishma, uh, referring to the previous answer, now there could be times uh, which we can miss these edge cases or some uh, corner test cases, say scenarios. Why is it really impossible to test all these scenarios in a system or an application? What is your take on that? Yes, Chamal. As you said, the shortest answer for your question is, it is absolutely impossible to test everything. If you consider an application, there could be combinations of multiple inputs and preconditions. So exhaustive testing usually tests and verifies all the functionality of a software application while using both valid and invalid inputs. So these inputs and outputs all alone have an infinite, infinite number of combinations. So it is 100% not possible to test an application from every angle. If you are to test the, all the possible combinations, project execution time and cost will rise exponentially. And also, there's a high chance of missing some scenarios. Hence, the second testing principle states that exhaustive testing is impossible. So instead of going ahead with exhaustive testing, you can do risk analysis, te test techniques and priorities to focus the test efforts while ultimately making the system more efficient. Right, uh, that's very interesting take. Uh, now, normally when we when we when we start testing or when we should start the testing, is there any specific time? Um, uh, because uh, we usually we hear that we need to start early as possible. Uh, can you explain this concept using uh, testing principles, Rajini? Okay, Jama. So according to testing principles, the best way to do testing is performing static and dynamic testing as early as possible because it helps us to reduce the cost and also the time. We can start the testing from the beginning of requirement gathering stage itself. So static testing means uh, testing which we are doing without running the software. It's always much cheaper and cost efficient to find bugs and also to fix them before the software is developed and before the active use. And imagine if we found a bug or a mismatch in the design itself, we can fix and uh, redesign with less effort. And if we found the same bug in the software itself, when it's in the active use, it will take more time and cost to fix the bug. So due to these reasons, it's better to start testing as early as possible. 
Thanks, Ajani. So in a nutshell, it's always better to start testing early as possible in order to find the bugs. Um, now, normally in an application, there are features which arises more critical defects, while there are some features may have less critical defects or less severe defects. Um, how can we manage these types of situation? Uh, can we map that with the testing principle and explain it, uh, Vishma? Yes, Shamal. I'm sure majority of the people know about the 80-20 rule or else Pareto principle. So in this principle, it states that out of 100%, 80% of the defects arise from 20% of the modules and also the other way around. Therefore, the modules in a system should be carefully and extensively examined for an effective testing technique. To understand which modules are more critical and less critical, the fourth principle, which is defects clusters together, depends on the knowledge and the experience the team has about the system or the application. Why I said so is that when you know more, more about the domain, you can recognize the critical areas which will raise more defects and which doesn't. However, Chamal, this approach has its own drawbacks because if the same tests are conducted repeatedly, quality assurance engineers will no longer find new defects in the systems because they are used to that. Thanks, Vishma. Now, that's a very interesting take. Um, so as you mentioned, when we repeat the same test again and again, we won't be able to find new defects in the system. What could be the reason for that? Um, is there any, any testing principle related to that? Um, maybe Achini can answer to this. Okay, Chama. So if we repeat the same test over and over, the test will eventually fail to find new defects. So to get rid from this, we need to update, review, create test cases and test data regularly. So as an example, take the Facebook application. Over the years, all the features, functionalities, UI have been changed. Whatever the test cases we used in the beginning won't be very helpful to test the current application. All those data, information should be updated to find the new defects and to make sure of the quality of the software. And another important thing is Chamal, uh, reviewing and validating the system with the support of multiple people. Imagine the developer who develops the application itself tests the app. If the person who developed also supports the test, depend on their experience of the developer in question, there may be a lack of perspective and variations of the test. So it's always better to have uh, multiple people to get testing done. Thanks, Achini. Um, so, Bhishma, according to what Achini just mentioned, is the testing going to be, or is the testing is a context-dependable thing? Is the testing depend on the context of the application? What is your thought on that? Of course, Jamal. There's normally there's a defined testing process that is same for all the applications. However, the testing approach depends on the type of the application. The methods and the types of testing carried out can completely depend on the context of the software or systems. The reality is that every application has its own unique set of requirements. So we can't put testing in a box. For example, in one of the projects which I have worked before, it was more focused on front-end testing. There were plenty of UIs to be tested so much of combinations between the UIs. 
but then again i worked in another project which was more focused on back-end related testing than front-end so i wanted to share this because in both these projects the testing process the testing types methodologies techniques used were different because the context in both these projects were different therefore the simplest answer for your question is testing is all about the context and the type of testing carried out ultimately depends on the context of the application thanks Bishma, for that detailed answer now we are in the latter part of our podcast series my next question goes to achini um achini uh, assuming that a person says that a particular system is uh, bug free or 99 percent bugs free does it mean that the system is stable and it is useful uh, to the majority of users um, so um, what is your take on that um, whether QA is able to find these bugs in this kind of uh, system um, what is your view on that okay Chamal. so yes i think we spoke few points in an earlier principle as well the answer for your question is that yes it obviously depends the reason why i said so is uh, finding and fixing defects in an application doesn't fulfill the user's expectations it will it will all be a just a waste therefore we should always first examine the complexity of an application the reason for this is uh, that testers have tested the application thoroughly but they have done it for a wrong requirement the fault is at the requirement and analysis stage as, as itself so every time we have to remember that testing testing is not only finding defects but also ensuring that the system meets the business requirements this is what the seven principles state which is absence of error is a policy because detecting and fixing defects doesn't really help if the system doesn't meet the user's requirements right um according to your experience uh, at what instances mostly the test principle testing principles are applied and um, what are the action that we can take at the moment maybe bishma can answer to this one yeah so testing principles should be applied from the beginning of the software development why i said so is that in this discussion we talked about early testing which means we can start the testing from requirements gathering states itself. So we can create a separate test plan according to the project domain using these testing principles. Some of you might assume it's better to follow these principles when you are doing a release or when project is going live. From that, according to my experience, the answer is no. I think to improve the quality and to make the testing work more effective, efficiently we need to follow these principles in all the stages as much as possible right now we are coming to the last question of today's episode to end today's session i would like to ask that uh, some people are saying that testing principles are there for just references purposes and there are no any practical usage of that actually according to your experience and your idea um, why do you think that these software testing principles are important for QA folks? What is your view? Okay, Jamal, this is false. Testing principles will always help you to create an effective st test strategy and also to create error-catching test cases. 
but learning testing principles are just like learning to drive for the first time so imagine while you learn to drive you pay attention to each and everything like gear shift speed clutch handling and etc but with the experience you only just focusing on driving the rest comes naturally like you even hold conversations with the other passenger in the car while you are driving same is true for testing principles experience testers have come to a level like which they eventually apply these testing principles to their day-to-day -day testing activities so the myth that the principles are not used in practice is simply not true thanks Ajani, and with that we are concluding today's show thank you once again Achini and bishma for spending your time and your experience with the audience let me quickly summarize what we discussed in today's episode we talked about how to decide the right testing strategy based on the seven testing principles and we talked about the each testing principles with uh, different examples and then we talked about the uh, different instances where the testing principles are applied and then we also talked about why software testing principles are important for QA people. Um, thank you once again, Ashini and Bishma for all this valuable information. And thank you very much for joining with us today. With that, we are going to wrap up today's show. We have another interesting session coming up soon on introduction to exploratory testing. Let's meet in that episode. Until that, stay safe and goodbye. It's me, your usual host, Shamal, signing off from TNT Podcast Series.